Hey, before we get started, I've got a special offer for you. It's not what you think. I'm going to do one email for you, a newsletter for you, absolutely free, and it includes a 20-minute phone call with me free. I'll create that email. I'll send it to you. I'll even upload it to your email system if you want. What you need to do is to go to my website and click the Contact Ken button and let me know that you'd like to take advantage of this and I'll send you details. Okay, let's get on with today's podcast. Hey, Judith Gatton and I covered a lot of ground during this podcast. We talked about Dave Moreno, Amy Porterfield, mom bods, dad bods, you name it. Have fun with this. Are you ready to make more money? A lot more money? Welcome to the Everything Email Podcast with Ken Countess. Ken is a world-renowned email marketing expert. He'll help you 10x your business with email strategies that generate more sales, a lot more sales. And now, here's Ken Countess. Hey, welcome everybody to the Everything Email Podcast. I'm Ken Countess. And this week, I've got a wonderfully special guest. It's Judith Gatton. And uh, Judith and I met at a business retreat uh, in March of 2022. We're actually recording this segment at the end of July. So we met about four months ago, and we see each other fairly often on Zoom calls. Uh, But this is really the first time in a few months that we've really had a chance to get together. And I just enjoy Judith's company so much when we met back in March And I thought, wow, it would be such a real treat for everybody to get a chance to hear Judith firsthand. So, Judith, welcome to the Everything Email Podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on this call and to get to hang out with you because it has been a few months since we've got to spend some time together. So it's perfect. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's great. And I I love the, uh, the notion of just hanging out because... Uh, you know, it, it was a few years ago being on a video call. I mean, we're we're on video, although, you know, this will be an audio podcast. But getting on video was a little more formal. And now, because of things we all know about called pandemic, um, we've become a lot more casual about it. And it's a lot more like hanging out, especially with someone that you've met before. So I'm delighted you're here. And I'm just looking forward to having fun for a few minutes. Yeah, me too. Let's do it. So, uh, so Judith, tell uh, tell everybody a little bit about you and your business. Yeah, so I am a master certified coach and personal stylist, and I coach women primarily who have figured out their careers, their professional life, but not their closets. <laughs> and their style is a mess, but they've got everything else sorted out except for that one area of their life. So we help dress them. We help them define their personal style, teach them how to make outfits, make getting ready easier and smoother and faster. So that's my business in a nutshell. Awesome. Uh, my wife is a certified coach too, as you know, and and this whole thing about coaching has really been eye-opening for me. When when we met in March, uh, even though you know Vicky's been coaching for a long time, just hanging out with you and the rest of the folks there was just so much fun. And what I didn't have an appreciation for was all the intricacies of the different aspects of coaching. And and yours just I, I was just so excited by it. This whole thing about style. And that's something you have, ma'am. You've got <laughs> <Thank> style. You. <laughs> well, and you got to hang out with coaches like locked in a house with them for five days. So you've <laughs> probably never been asked so much in your life. 
And how do you feel about that? What are your <laughs> thoughts about that, right? <laughs> right. Right. So that, let me let me ask you this. What 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 made you move from being uh not that you totally moved from it, but but be being a successful attorney to then becoming a life coach just for women? Yeah, no, I I I love this question. I I took a circuitous route back to style, so to speak, and to helping women. Mm-hmm. I originally wanted to be a fashion designer. Okay. And then I received some uh feedback on one of my projects in fashion design school and I was like, "Oh, maybe it's not for me." And I was very dramatic, and my family was like, "You should be a lawyer." And I was like, "Okay, I'll be a lawyer. That's easier." <laughs> <laughs> so, I was a lawyer for 11 years. Um and I was really good at it. It was one of those things that you're you're really good at. It's not like you're running away from something you stink at. I was really good at it. But I was talking to another coach and she made a point and that it just stuck with me. And I was like, oh, okay, now it's time for the change, which was you can affect more change as a coach and helping women with their style than you could as an attorney, at least in the type of practice area that I was in. Uh-huh. And that just I don't know. It was like a wake up call, like lighting a fire under my booty. It was amazing when she said that. And I realized, okay, I really could affect more change, helping women dress themselves, feel more confident, feel good in their clothes, feel good in the bodies that they're in. And then I got to marry all the things I love, encouraging women, (laughs) hanging out with really smart, really intelligent, smart cookie women and talking about style all in one beautiful baby. And it was like, Oh, this is the perfect marrying of all the things I love best. That's awesome. Tell me, who's your ideal client? My ideal client, um, like immediately, like a few women popped into my head that I've coached. So typically they're like what I would call a smart cookie. So they're ambitious, they're high achieving. Uh, they've really have a career or a profession or a business that they've created. I mean, these are really smart cookies. But because there was so much emphasis put on their smarts and their brains and their accolades and their certifications and their degrees and all those things, style somewhere took a backseat. So, you know, at two o'clock on a Tuesday, their problem is they're busy from work. They're washing their hands. They happen to catch a glimpse of themselves in the mirror and they're like, holy crap, did I just spend the whole day looking like this? Mm, Yeah. Right. They're busy about their work. They have really important things to do. Some of them are saving lives. And they catch a glimpse of themselves and that dismay comes in that, oh my gosh, regret. Those are my ideal clients because I know what that pain feels like. And I know that there's a really easy way forward that doesn't have to take, you know, a 90s movie montage kind of a makeover to get a lasting change. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that we're having this conversation. Me as a guy, you know, I wake up in the morning and I throw some water on my face. I'll take a quick shower and shave. And that's pretty much it. Right. I'll just take the first thing that's hanging in the closet. It's different for women, isn't it? I think it's definitely different for women, but that's not to say that men don't have their issues. Oh, of course. Men, yeah. The men I've coached definitely have some body issues around their tummies. Uh-huh. You know, is my tummy too poochy? Is my butt too flat? Like your dudes have their own sets of issues. And I find that the men I've coached, also ambitious, high achiever types, they don't really think of themselves in that way in terms of their style until they see a picture of themselves at like an event 
or social gathering in their industry. And suddenly it dawns on them that they need to make some changes. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I'm I'm laughing to myself as as I hear you speak because um, I've got three sons and two of the three at a minimum are pretty into fitness. Uh, One of them in particular says to me, dad, you've got a dad bot. (laughs) (laughs) And I wasn't quite sure how to take that, but I mean, I know what it, what the intent is, and it's always said with love, of course. But but it, you know, I heard that for the first time not very long before you and I met, and so when I got to learn more about what you do and the success you have coaching people, women particularly, um, on fashion and style and being their best, not simply intellectually, but the visual appearance as well. You, re- you really got my attention. Yeah. And I, I think we all could use a little mom bod, dad bod, makeover, <laughs> wherever we're coming from, right? And even when that's said with love, it still sets our brain going. So there yeah. are ways to help yourself feel more confident, feel better in your clothing, more stylish, whatever that means to the individual, wherever you're coming from, whatever's going on with your body. Sure. Now, I know just based on the fact that we met each other and, and we were promoting each other's stuff that um, there are a lot of coaches that listen to this podcast, right? We're, we both have the same business coach, maybe more than one, but um, but he's totally amazing. You know who I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And um, and so many of his clients are coaches too. So and by virtue of that fact alone, there are a lot of coaches that that listen to this podcast. So so I'll ask you, based on your success, what uh, Judith are the resources that have helped you along the way to kind of nail down what you ultimately wound up becoming so successful at doing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was like, I mean, ask someone who loves resources and freebies and webinars, right? (laughs) So I will try to narrow it down to, I think the ones that made the biggest impact. Um, Listening to Amy Porterfield's podcast early on was extremely helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think if you're, you're more, a little more of an established business, the advice necessarily isn't for you anymore, but when you're first starting out, I think, She's such a great resource. She has so many free resources to get you started. Um, I did take her course webinars that convert, and that was extremely helpful to get started. Um, so in terms of a wealth of knowledge and resources, I just definitely think Amy Porterfield is one of them. The other thing is early on, I surrounded myself with really amazing people. Mm-hmm. So our, our friend in common is one of those people. And we, I met him at a retreat with other coaches and my main mentor coach. So I think surrounding yourself with people who are like-minded is going to make all the difference. Yeah. And, and you've dropped Amy Porterfield's name. Uh, I also have, uh, utilized Amy's resources. I, uh, have, uh, I started out with her list builder society and then the Digital Course Academy. Right, so I'm an Amy fan too. And as long as we named Amy, we absolutely have to name our own coach. Right, Dave. Dave, Dave Moreno. Yeah, Dave Moreno. <laughs> Shout out to Dave Moreno. <laughs> yeah, so Dave, this is for you. And and for those of you listening, it's davemoreno.ca. We'll give him a shameless plug, even though he's not here with us. <laughs> yeah, I love so, that. Uh, Judith, what's been your biggest success and why? 
Oh, my biggest success. Yeah. I mean, I think recently, and you got to see the, the, the practice run of this. I gave a presentation in front of a group of about estimates are 1600 to 1800 people. I'm not sure what the actual final number was, but I spoke at a very large event recently and Ken and a group of coach friends got to see the practice run of that, that speech. And I feel like there was such a success, but not for the reasons that you might think. It wasn't that suddenly I had an influx of business, although I have had a nice amount of business come from it. What felt like a success for me was I felt most like myself than I had in a really long time. And, and, and having uh, been through the preview of it, that I mean, if if what you did before that enormous group was any anything like what you did for our small group, I mean, I know you brought me to tears. It was just so impactful. Thank just you. Just awesome. Yeah, I, <laughs> in the large crowd, it was funny. There was like a row, um, and some of them were my students that I had taught in different programs or different uh -huh. things. They were all sitting together in a row. The whole row cried. So it was just kind of a very <laughs> oh, strange. So I wasn't alone. You, yeah. were, you were not alone. There were definitely, and what was funny to me is even in our group, you uh -huh. cried, you know, some of the other members, like the, you know, big buff guys totally crying, which to mm -hmm. me was such a surprise. My intent was not to make people cry, um, but the impact of it, I, I think that's what's so successful, that I touch people's hearts and that yeah. maybe I encourage them in some way. That, to me, was just makes that the most recent really amazing success. Yeah, you just so resonated with so many of us. What, what's, thing you, what's one thing you wish you knew when you started coaching, when you started to make that shift from being an attorney to a coach? Oh, calm the hell down. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry if that's a curse on this uh, podcast. Okay. But, but really, we're among friends. We're amongst friends. We're, we're hanging out, right? And we're you know, I out. have such a potty <laughs> mouth. But it's, oh, I just, I can press upon anyone, wherever they are in their business. If even if they're just getting started with email and you're entering Ken's world and you really know you need to write better emails, like, don't rush the process. Like Ken's going to help you. He's going to teach you a process, follow the methodology, right? If, if I could have just gotten my past self to slow down and calm down, I actually think I would be further along than I might be, but for all the rushing and the frenetic energy that doesn't really get you anywhere. So I really wish, and even if I could go back to my past self and be like, calm the hell down chick, I don't know that she'd listen to me, <laughs> but I really wish someone had, really impressed upon me maybe over and over and over and over and over and over again until I got it to just calm down. It's not that serious. There's no rush. Everything's going to be okay. That's right. So true. You mentioned email marketing. How do you think email has actually helped your business? Oh, okay. So the funny thing is I decided, I think you'd be very proud, Ken. I decided that even when I had eight people on my email list, five of whom were my family members, um, probably two were my mom double dipping, right? Uh -huh. I was like, I'm going to create a newsletter. Even if it's just to these three strangers, five family members, I'm going to start something. I have to start just getting in the habit of doing it. Sure. And I think that has just been so helpful because I've had people on my email list since 20, I think the oldest one I looked the other day, I think it was January, 2018 is my mm -hmm. oldest email listy. And my list isn't very old or hasn't been around very long, but I've had somebody hang out with me 
virtually uh-huh. and open. I mean, she's, I think her open rate is in the 80s percentile. She opens everything. She reads everything. I think I've met her once in a zoom room and shout out to Rose. I love you, Rose. <laughs> like she's, she's all in whatever I have to say, she's all in. And we have a relationship and I have a few, I have one, um, client who she's lovely. She, she's self-titled herself, my biggest fan. And the beautiful thing is because I've communicated with her for over four years, if, if a link is broken, if something's gone wrong, she lovingly will say, Miss J, this is, this needs tweaking. I think something went wrong here. Love your biggest fan. And like, she's all in on my success and she's like my weird backup proofreader. If something goes wrong or a link doesn't work, I know I've got Amy who's going to lovingly email me or Terry who's going to lovingly email me. And these ladies are, are really on my team in a beautiful way because I've communicated with them regularly. So I think that just, you, you can develop a relationship with people. Exactly right. Like getting a reply every time a relationship develops. Yeah, I think that's one thing that so many people misunderstand about email is it really is a great way to build relationships, right? An ongoing relationship with someone. And it's not a matter of how big your list is. I mean, you're, you proved this yourself, right? You started out with eight. And um, I, I love them so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and no matter how big or small your list is, this is the way that you cultivate relationships with people and have them get to know you as a person and as a business person. Hey, if there's one piece of advice that you could give someone, what would that be? Besides calm the hell down, which I'm just going to say every time anyone asks me this question, because I think it's such a good one. And also calm the hell down is really sound advice. But aside from that, <laughs> I think just get started. I think oftentimes we are seeing coaches or industry leaders or other entrepreneurs who are five years into their journey, a decade into their journey or more. And we compare ourselves a lot and we're like, oh, well, unless I can do it that way, then I'm not going to bother. But you're not thinking about the fact. And Ken, you and I were talking about this a little bit with your rebrand, right? I I love your new logo. I just think it's so amazing. You're like, I realize I used to have a team who would do this for me, but now I'm the guy, right? Right. Exactly right. Right. So those people were admiring, they have a team. They have a team of graphic designers, copywriters. Mm -hmm. They have the VA who's uploading things and scheduling things and proofreading things. You might be a team of one or let's say two or three right now. So don't compare. It's just a false comparison and it's not a fair one. Just get started with where you are. And maybe you'll it'll look like those folks a decade from now, or maybe even faster than they got there because you get to see their arrival point. But just get started. Don't wait. Do something small every day, consistent action. You've got this. Excellent advice. So before we close out, if you can step into my shoes, my stylish shoes, (laughs) what would you have asked yourself that I didn't ask you? Oh, um, you know, it's interesting. And I'm just going to bring this up as like a top because I'm curious your thoughts about it. There used to be this big push to have like very branded emails mm-hmm. with like beautiful signature lines that are all loopy and beautiful and these headers that are all elaborate. And I'm hearing talk and you just, you, I want to hear from you, Ken. I'm so curious. I know you meant sure. to ask me this question, but I, I want to hear from you. What do you think about that? Is that gone with the way of the dodo? Or are we still branding our emails? What do you think? Yeah, it's gone the way of the dodo to some extent. The 
It's it's three a three word phrase today. It's less is more. Yeah. Less is more. So simple branding, simple emails, keep it short and sweet. You what you really want to do is you want to get people to look forward to the next email you send, right? Because you've got their attention. You've only got their attention for a few seconds before they move on to something else. For many people, the attention span is so short. So you want to get into their lives, get into their head for a few seconds, and then honor that they're busy. So keep it short and sweet and make the next one one that they look forward to because they know you didn't waste their time. You did take the time to educate them. That's my take on it. Less oh, I is love more. that. That's such like, that's great. I learned something today, y'all. I just needed the answer to that. And since Ken is the expert, thank you so much. Because I think there there was that push back in the day to do these really like overly branded stylized oh, yeah. emails, but okay. they take forever to load. We have like tiny amount of attention from our clients. So, okay, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was a study, just to close out this thought process, there was a study done by a company called Google not very long ago. And what they found is that 77% of people don't scroll to the bottom of an email. So if you know they're not going to scroll, then don't write something so long that they have to scroll because they're not going to. So save yourself some time. Respect the fact that your readers are busy. And that gives you then permission to send more frequently. So instead of just once a month with a really long email that they're not going to read past the fold, um, send a few out during the course of the month and keep them short and sweet. Your open rates will go up. Your click rates will go up. You'll get people that are more committed to reading your emails each time that you pop up into their inbox. Oh, I love that. Okay. All right. Thanks for dropping knowledge on us. I love it. Thank you. That's what it's all about. And and you've been fantastic as usual. So Judith Gatone, let me know and let our listeners know where can they connect with you online? Yeah, um, I think the best way to sort of enter my world is to listen to my podcast. It's called Style Masterclass Podcast. And they're really short, very actionable episodes. Because I also think a short podcast is brilliant. So um, yeah, short and sweet podcast episodes. That's the best way to find me and hang out with me. Okay. Judith Katan, thank you so much for being with me on the Everything Email Podcast. Bye, everybody. See you next time. Thanks, Ken. Thanks for listening to the Everything Email Podcast with Ken Countess. If you like the podcast, tell your friends and coworkers about it. Be sure to visit kenisemail.com to sign up for Ken's mailing list. You'll get great marketing tips every week in your inbox. Have questions? Send Ken an email. It's ken at kenisemail.com. See you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Every week you get great tips on how to use email marketing in a way that makes you more money. With an ROI of 36 to 1, if you're not yet using email, you really should be. Learn more at my website at kenisemail.com. And if you'd like to learn how to work together, go to kenisemail.com slash packages. kenisemail.com slash packages. We'll see you next week.